Hello and welcome to our brand of sumo. This is Claire. This is Micah. And today is day 10 of the Harubasho. It is indeed. We watched a little bit of Judo today. We did. We um, did. We spent a lot of time. Okay. More accurately, I spent a lot of time protesting about how I was too busy to watch Jurio. And yet, we've started just always watching Jurio. Mm-hmm. Even if not taking as many notes. Well, it's dinner time. You just watch it during dinner. And then you take notes on Makuchi after dinner. And it all works out. And we end up with like an hour or two of sumo a night. Between Jurio, Makuchi and recording mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have at least an hour typically an hour and a half or more of sumo yeah so it's a lot of time i agreed i was just thinking about how once this uh basho is over i will have so much more time for schoolwork <laughs> our priorities are definitely in line yeah but listen today is day 10 that means there's only five more days after this yep so yeah i'm keeping up with my schoolwork it's just you know i'm i am falling down on my splatting Mm. Gotta, this is this is prime splat time. You've got to beat Splatoon. Can you beat Splatoon? No. Okay, I, I thought it was. I, I mean, I beat the single player a while ago oh. when I first got it. But we don't. I, salmon. I need to get good at Salmon Run. Is what I'm trying to do. Uh, be and a valuable team member. I'm trying to be a valuable team member. And I'm gonna do a little bit, of, a little, little bit of anarchy. Oh, I gotta fully engage in Grizzco's awful capitalist markets. <laughs> uh, I love. Uh, the capital's hellscape to also be in my video games. Nothing better than escapist entertainment that is like your regular life, but with brighter colors. Brighter colors. I have a much cooler jumpsuit in mm. uh, Splatoon than I have ever could get in real life. We could get you a cool jumpsuit. You can make a cool jumpsuit. I could make a cool jumpsuit. Uh, will it protect me against uh, raging salmon? Is that a problem you have often? No, but if you want to go back to the Pacific Northwest at some point in time, it might happen to us. Facts. I might become. I might get into the wrong river at the wrong time of year and be attacked by salmon. <laughs> All right. So Ochi took his first L to second L today. Second L. Second L. But and first L in a bit. First L in a while. Um, Came down from Atami Fuji. Atami Fuji, who is. Having a middle middling tournament, you would, yeah, I would he's, say he's six and four now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. not bad, not bad. Yeah, uh, a good wrestler, typically speaking. Yeah, I think highly of him. That's a name I've heard before. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, things went about like we were kind of expecting for most of the big bouts. You know, uh, Enho did not manage to pull off an upset against Asanayama. He has managed to beat Asanayama before, but this Once. was not. Well, they've only fought three times now. I know that's wild. And now Sanayama has beaten him twice, and then was many times. If once. you told me they have wrestled eight times, I'd be like, "Yeah." So for them, they only wrestled. This is their third time meeting, and it's down here in Judeo. And who wasn't up in uh, Makuchi for that long? No, Sanayama had been out there for a while. He was Ozeki for a good portion of time. Yeah. So yeah. Um, One of Ichinojo, their meetings was in Basho, so yeah. Ichinojo uh, won his bout against Foga. And uh, things are looking pretty it, it par for like the we're course. Just showing down Ichi Nojo, Asanoyama, just bulldozing yep. everybody. It's it's gonna be a playoff. I mean, tomorrow like. has a couple of spicy bouts because we get um, Asanoyama and Gonoyama. Gonoyama's been looking fairly frisky this tournament. It's true, he's on eight wins right now, so he's he's second up on the board Ichi with Ochi. Ochi. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's frisky. 
Yeah, those but two two Asuna, matchups. If Asunoyama and Ichinojo both win those, and they just continue to cruise on to the rest of the whatever. Yeah, we might get a playoff in Judo. I think it's very likely at this point. That could be fun. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, on to Makauchi. Absolutely. Great first bout of the day is <laughs> surging Mitoryu versus Tohakuryu. Uh, Tohakuryu hits. Uh, Matoryu at the Tachiai and nothing happens. Matoryu just nothing made of stone. He came up from Judo for this. So <laughs> uh, tries to kind of like escape from Matoryu, but at that point, like, no, it's not even like Matoryu no. was doing much. It's just that he had nothing left. And then you look down at the records and you go, "Oh, this is his sixth victory in a row against Tohakuryu, who has never beaten Matoryu." Huh. All right then. Yep. So this so, must be how it always goes. Yep. Victory for Matoryu with the Yorikiri. Uh, Tohokiri, maybe try something different next time. What if I told you that it's gone four Oshidashis, so, sorry, three Oshidashis and a Kuridashi and now two Yorikiris in a row? Yeah, sounds about right. So whatever he's doing is just not working. Yeah. Next up, we had Kagayaki and Oho. I mean... This was just what it was. They touchy eyed, and then Kagayaki slapped Oho down. Oho was too far forward, and uh, Kagayaki knows how to take advantage of that. Pulled My him notes down. were just me taunting myself. Like you saw what happened. Hikiyotoshi, wait, what? My notes were just me taunting myself. I wrote down, "You saw what happened." Oh, I like remember. trying to test your memory. Or yeah, something? test remember that Hatakikomi is what it was, and it's like, all right, so I have to remember mm, what the it match was. It wasn't Hatakikomi. What was it? Hikiyotoshi. See, I didn't write that. See, I've been writing down the failure. Uh, You've been writing down what you think it is. Yes. Ooh. Yep. And it was a Hikiyotoshi. Mm. So, you know. I never oh, we didn't say um, Mitoryu and Tohokiru's. Uh, Mitoryu is all the way up to five and five, which after the after my day five note of he just can't win. <laughs> um, Not bad. I think it's doing all right. And Tohokuryu is down to four and six. Kakayaki also four and six. Oho also four and six. It's a, it's a spade of them. Everybody four and six. Next up, we have Bushozan and Takara Fuji. Okay, so this one we have. This one was a long bout. It wasn't that long. It just. It was slow. Sorry, it was a slow bout. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. It starts off with the slowest attempt at a maybe Hinka, maybe meet and move. I don't know what he was going for, but like, he did not I succeed. can't imagine a Hanka from Takara Fuji, not because he's too honorable, but because... He has to know he, he can't move fast he can't enough do it, right? right now. So I'm assuming he was just trying to change angles on Bushozan. Yeah. I felt like he's trying to get away from taking direct hits right now. That's fair. Um, oh, no. I know what we forgot to talk about in Jurio because it made me sad. Oh, shit. Uh, speaking of direct hits to... Yeah, that's what made me think injured. of it. Yeah, yeah Tochinoshin took a a hit to the shoulder that clearly very much aggravated like that he was winning, Like, the bout was over. He was going to win. Yeah. And then... His shoulder just, just shoulder stopped. stopped. And he walked himself backwards out of, off out of the dojo. Yeah, like, he literally just walked and you out saw, And you he saw his opponent in. not follow up. Yeah. Like, clearly, like, they everybody realized. knew... Yeah, this is yeah, this is not this over. is it. That's not cool. He wasn't so. fully like holding it in his sh- shoulder into the socket by his like his elbow like he did when he originally dislocated it. So like I'm hoping it didn't f- like fully dislocate again. But right. aggravating that at all is not a, a good time. No. So it, yeah, I 
I have worries about Touching Ocean, but I I do as well. Yeah. But back to this one, Takara Fuji was trying to avoid that clearly. Yes. Uh, so he slides to the left, slides to the right. His right. His right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it didn't matter. Bushozan would found him. Yep. And was just pushing him back. Yeah. This was him, clearly him, over. Pushes him right to the Tawada. Mm-hmm. And what happens next is after watching it three times or so. Yep. He gets the Bushozan gets a hold of Takara Fuji's arm. And kind of put, uses that as his leverage point to push him out of the doyo. Mm-hmm. This allows for Takara Fuji to spin around. And originally I thought it was just a haphazard sort of like he hit the ground and he's like, oh, shoot, that's the Tawada, not the ground. Let me keep balancing up. Mm-hmm. It turns out, actually, that was on, well, whatever. It was intentional. There no, was a lot Takara more intent. can't move well right now, but he still knows how to fight. Right, he knows what sumo is. So he got to the Tawada, put his foot on it, and spun, got a hand on the back of uh, Bushozan's back. Yeah, kind of like a side, side back, back rib area. area. Yeah. yeah, and escorted him down to the ground with a Tsukiyo Toshi. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was Meanwhile, really just exhibits impressive. great footwork on the bells, great keeping footwork. his balance. Keeping his foot firmly inside the dohyo. Yeah, you saw him like fully activate all the sumo he had left in his body. Yes. In that moment. Just plant onto water. Yeah. Spin, move, keep legs in the air for the opponent to go down. Yeah. That was, that was the a first good like two thirds of the bout were exactly what we've been seeing from Takara Fuji this special so far. Mm-hmm. But that bit at the edge that he pulled off at the end there makes me really hope that. There's he some sort of up. small injury going on and that he can heal up because he clearly still has it in him. Mm-hmm. He has something going for him. Yeah. He is now three and seven. Every victory feels a little better than what it could be. Absolutely. And Bushoton's four and six. Next up, we got Tsurugi Show and Taka No Show. One of our like 700 matas. Just, I'm gonna need to start keeping score or something. Not you know, score, but like this is, you know what you know, this, you know what this is. This is what happens when your computer is getting older. <laughs> you gotta just like you, you, gotta, slap it a, you gotta slap support? it a few times. Yeah, it's Tachi tech support. You gotta call up. You gotta unplug it and plug it back in a few times. Mm-hmm. You gotta just turn it on, but then walk away. Walk away. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Walk away. It's like how last time was the Hanka tournament. This is the Mata tournament, and I'm like, Down is this Gurio just? Too? Yeah, I'm like, is this just confirmation bias? Mm-mm. Last time I knew it wasn't with the Hinka because I like heard other people talking about it. They're like, this is the Hinka East tournament. And I was like, God, thank it, thank you. It's not just in my head, but like, the Matas, man. It's it's not just Matas. It's a refusal for anyone to actually get down. Yeah. No one's going down. They get to their they get to the squat position. One or person- they don't even get all the way to it. They'll yeah, just kind of stand there like half yeah, crouched. One today where somebody was just standing up waiting for the other person to do you, anything, whatever. People standing up, people like doing the half crouch but not all the way crouch. Right, yeah. Like, and just sitting there until they're forced to just back out and do it and all again. And like, hand up or what are, what is, what are, what are we, we doing? doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? So we got a little bit of that today. So I've just been calling everything matas. I don't know if, yeah. You I don't call know it if, mata if, if there's a term of... If it's not the thing... If it's not, if the actual, if it's not a false tachi eye. Yeah, if it's not actually a false start. But it's when they it when you have to redo the entire, um, like, Little entry part, entry then that's pit, a mata, yeah. you know? Yeah. So eventually they do get going. Yes. Surugu Show gets on 
Takanosho's belt and takes uh, Takanosho back. Takanosho has some resistance, for sure, but none of it's even remotely successful. Tsurugi Show's base was too solid. Yeah. He was squared up evenly. Yeah. And you got to take him at some kind of angle, and Takanosho did not. Never not got in there. The, yeah. And yeah, that leaves uh, Tsurugi Show at six and four, and Takanosho at six and four. Uh, it may have been obvious from the mention of Yori the belt. Kitty. Thank you. That's what I was getting to. Mio Giryu and Chio Shoma. Another Mata. <laughs> Just for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, very upright Tachiai. Extremely uh, standy up Tachiai. Uh, Mio Giryu was clearly ready for Chio Shoma to hanka, and so he didn't come forward very mm-hmm. rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, Chio Shoma decided not to hanka and instead just like walk forward. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so then they have a very like separated slap fight situation going on. Like, whatever the opposite of locking up is. They did not yeah, lock up. Yeah, they did up. not lock up. They, but they just kind of, yeah. Just kind of darting forward. pushing at each other. Giving a little jab, giving mm-hmm, a little slap. Mm-hmm. And then um, they get to the edge and Chiyoshoma slaps me gear down. Yep. Otakikomi. Otakikomi. There was a monoi, but it was quite clear even... Yeah, Miyogiri's elbow smacks that doyo before Chiyoshoma well, was able to get any kind of body part down. Well, so. before Chiyoshoma uh, stepped out. So. Yeah, so good. Yo, Chiyoshoma is up to seven and three. When did that happen? No hankas. Seven he hasn't hankered? No. Dang. Yeah, it's fucked up. Weird. Okay. Seven and three. It's coming tomorrow. He's going for Kajikoshi. All right. Mirakiru is, uh, meanwhile, at four and six. Yep, that's correct. It's not hot. Not, it's not what he wants. No. Uh, next up, we have Dai Shoho and Nishiki Fuji. This one was a bit of a come down. Uh, Nishiki Fuji tried, the Tachiyai, Nishiki Fuji tries for multiple Hatakikomi attempts. Uh, none of them really pull off. And so Dai Shoho just kind of steps into Nishiki Fuji and pushes them out softly. Yeah, if you look at their record, Nishiki Nishiki Fuji has won seven out of their eight um, bouts, and I'm assuming that something like this worked for him, and this time it just didn't. Yeah, and Daisho yeah, was like, I assume that. Yeah, I guess I will just push you out. Nishiki Fuji had tried whatever technique that he had tried just now the previous bunch of times, mm-hmm. and this time it did not work. Puts Nishiki Fuji on six and four, and Daisho also on six and four. Next up, we have Koto Echo and Hira Doumi. Two muscly boys. Mm-hmm. Muscling mm-hmm. each other. Him, Hira Doumi is very strong. Koto Echo is also strong. They met in the middle. Mm-hmm. Tested each other's strength. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kiri, uh, Koto Echo tried a couple throw situations. He tried to move, whatever, but he yeah. tried to do some moves. But unfortunately... When your opponent is also mega strong, yeah. when you attempt to do that, you throw yourself off balance as well. Yep. So I'll hit the Umi to then just muscle Kodobeko out. Yep. Yorikiri. Um, this means that Hiromi has now won all four of their matchups. So Yep. He's come in to something right. Makauchi and told Kodobeko, I'm in charge now. I'm the muscle boy. Kodobeko is six and four. Hit the Umi also five and five. <laughs> Uh, that's an L for Koto Echo. <sighs> he has to win two more wins. Yeah. He has Takanosho tomorrow. 
Uh, you can't hink at him either. Takanosha uh, knows what he's doing. Uh, so, uh, I'm saying, I understand why he hink at Oho. I'm just going to grunt some more. Because he knew it was going to work against Oho. Okay, you might have a point there. But he didn't know about Hidoda Umi, who was too strong. And Takanosha was also, he doesn't know he's going to get. Mm. Good luck, Koto Echo, is all I'm saying. Yeah, that's fair. Next up, speaking of good luck, Ichimamoto versus Azumaru. This is great. Yeah, um, what? <laughs> Azumaru just keeps trying to slap down Ichi Yamamoto, and then he succeeds. He just keeps Hatakikomiing. And it and it works. And the the last one, the successful one, is like a flying Hatakikomi. Absolutely. Like, he pulls him down by the back of his neck, but he pulls him, like, down into the side and just sends him flying, Ichi yes. Yamamoto flying out of the ring. He didn't get a hold of the Mawashi, so it couldn't be a full saloon door. But it was saloon door adjacent. It was. It, it was. It was a saloon door adjacent as Takikomi right out of the dojo. Oh, yo, Azumari. All right, man. Listen. Sucks to be the person that Azumari gets his first win against. Yeah, but when you're when that leaves you at a three and seven mark, I mean, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, neither of them are having their best tournament. Not a, not at all. I would say that is definitively true. But that keeps Azumari away from double digit losses for the moment. Absolutely. He is one and nine. If he can string together five more in a row. That would be good for That would be nice. It would be a much better record mm-hmm. than it could be. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Hokuseho, ooh, Hokuseho and Ura. This was a fun and funny bout. It was. Give me a big start. This was, this was maybe the bout of the day today. Might have been. Um, Hokuseho is tall. Uh, Ura doesn't fight tall. Nope. Um, and Hokuseho was prepared for Ura's bizarre eye. He clearly had done his research. Clearly. I'm assuming Hokuseho was like, don't be dumb. Mm-hmm. And so Hokuseho basically just stands up and then puts his arm out. It's like that thing when you you put your hand out on a little child's head yes. and they can't reach you. Correct. They're, they're just like waving their arms and you that, have their that's essentially what hand happened on their forehead. The yeah. Yeah. He just grabs Ura's head. And he's like, no, we're not, we're not doing that today. So um, they, they eventually, they do some whatever. They lock up with Hokuseho having a firm grip on uh, Uda's right forearm. Yeah, he has him solidly clenched. Solidly clenched in there. And so Uda's like, that's fine. I will do sumo today. Yes. Uda tries so many times. He tries a lot of sumo techniques. Uh, he tries um, some throws. Mm-hmm. Some, he tries to bookshelf him a little bit. I think some of the thought he had was that, like, Hokuseho is tall, so he's going to be like, Easy to easy tip over. Yes. But like the problem is Hokuseho also has very big legs. Yes, he has and like so much leg. A very solid base. And so at one point in time, Uda goes for a fun throw maneuver. Mm-hmm. And what Hokuseho does is he just puts his foot down. Literally, yes. he just puts his foot down in a new position. And then it blocks Uda from being able to spin his hips. And I was like, huh. Yeah. I'm not sure I had seen that technique before. Um, and at that point, the match is definitively over. Um, and Hokuseho is able to get, uh, attach himself more firmly because mm-hmm. at some point in time, Uda had gotten his arm out. So, um, but now Hokuseho is able to attach himself back to Uda and just get, get him out of the freaking doyo. At this point, Uda is clearly fading. Uh, he has yep. tried all of the sumo. He tried every sumo. He kind of tries to pull Hokuseho out oh, of the He absolutely edge. tries to pull, but just because, like, time, at that point, it, you might like, as well give a shot. Maybe he will let loose of me and I can spin out of the way. But at that point, he's going out and uh, Hokuseho runs with the Yorikiri. Mm-hmm. This is not to, like, deny any of Hokuseho's skill, 
But like he just hung on and was big. Yes. Like he just was like, I'm just gonna sit here and be big and not go down. Until when you're you get young tired. and learning, what an <laughs> advantage to be that. <laughs> Truly, know? <laughs> you know, to just be big and strong. Absolutely. You know, I because I feel a similar way about like young Hirdo Umi in some of these matches. He's much less big, but like he definitely like ended up with like not terrible records. Just by being strong enough to not get pushed over, you know what I mean. I feel like uh, I feel like Hokuseiho is kind of surviving on big right Mm now, and that's good for him because he's all the way up to six and four, and that leaves Urda down to five, five and five, five and five. Thank you. Also five and five. Oh yeah, that was the first meeting between the two of them. It was. I kind of stopped saying that with the new ones, with the, the dudes that just came up to That's fair. That's Makuchi, fair. Because I was getting tired of, like, repeating the same thing about the same person every single day. Every day. It's the first time he's ever met this person. Yeah. Hokuto, because they haven't been down to um Jurio. Yep. Hokuto Fuji versus Aoyama. This was a uh, very imbalanced record. I did not realize. Well, I guess one of the good things about looking at, about doing the podcast is, even when we were when we were watching Sumo before this, I guess I didn't really pay attention to previous records and all that. Yeah, I would see it and be like, "Oh, that's cute," mm-hmm. and then keep it moving. But now I'm looking at this and it's like, "Oh, fifteen and two. Yeah, Hokuto huh. Fuji has beat Aoyama fifteen times to Aoyama's two. Yeah, that's that's wild. And this bout was more the same. Uh, Aoyama was like, "I don't have time for this today, so what if I just give you a hug into my chest?" And Hokuto Fuji said, gladly, and pushes Aoyama out. Oshidashi? I will say that Aoyama was already pretty much going out by the time he really tried to pull, so I can't even blame this on, like, Aoyama's pulling. No, but it was just Proclivity. But yes. <laughs> Hokuto Fuji just pushed him out. Yep, he was just done. He's 6 and 4. Aoyama is down to 4 and 6. Next up, we got Kin Bozon and Takayasu. This, I would say, was the biggest upset of the day. I agree. Uh, it was a middling Tachiai. And Takiyasu got taken back at the Tachiai. King Bozon, also big. Yes. I think he may have... I think Takayasu may have underestimated the solidity mm. of King Bozon. And was then, it a non-quantity to some degree? And then I think he kind of slipped. Yeah. Like, I think it's a situation of his first move didn't work. He was going for something, and then it just didn't take hold, and King Bozon was there and being large. Yeah, and then he tries a pull when he's already moving back. Yeah, he tried to pull, but he was moving straight back, and but not to the side. He wasn't. He didn't have any angle to his move backwards. It's classic Aoyama. Yeah, it was a classic Aoyama. <laughs> if Takayasu had moved to the left or right as he was pulling, maybe he could have done something. He, he probably could have gotten out of the way. He but at that point, nimble. King Bozon was taking him out rapidly enough that I, I don't know if he had much of a chance. Yeah, King, King Bozon's eyes lit up um, and absolutely went for it. So that is an Oshidashi win for King Bozon, and that takes him to 7-3. and three. Not doing bad at all. Takayasu down to seven and three. Also not doing bad, just not perhaps. Where people would want him to be. Yeah. But I would argue where he wants to be. <laughs> I don't know about that. All right. Next, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Umi versus Nishikigi. Neither of these men are where they want to be. 
so we exclaimed yesterday about 24 meetings. Uh, so I don't feel like I can let this pass that they, Sadanomi and Nishikigi, have had 23 meetings. And today marks 24. It does. It does. Uh, yeah. These are, uh, two <laughs> men, these are two men who have been in sumo for a long time. Yep. have been in Makuuchi for most of that time. Well, not most, whatever. They've been in Makuuchi for a very long time. Yeah. And yeah, they just, this is their 24th meeting. They are now a 12 and 12 record against each other. That's really, you know what? Sometimes it's good to have friends, man. It's nice. It's nice and, to have uh, friends in the sumo world. It was a pretty quick bout, but Sadanumi did do a very nice throw at the edge. Uh, oh, yeah, Nishikiki, Nishikiki pushes forward. Sadanumi just twists out of the way. Skuinage done. That's wasn't it. even that close to the edge. Honestly. Okay, not even close to the edge. Yeah. Just, no, I no, I'm saying I said at the edge. Yeah. But like, and yeah. it was like I guess more to the edge than at the center, but it wasn't like he was on the bales. True. True. Next up, Tomoash. Wait, do we say the records? Uh, Sadano Umi is three and seven, and Nishikigi is two and eight. Oh, Nishikigi buddies. will be coming down from Magashira three. That's fair. Tamawashi versus Ryuden. Tamawashi was in charge. All the way, Oshidashi hit him in the throat, hit him in the chest, hit him in the throat some more just for good measure, and he felt good about it. Tamawashi felt good it's about that. It's the best he looked all tournament. Yes. And so he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll take that." I'm gonna take a page and out I of your really book. I really appreciate. Yes. Uh, when someone's having a bad tournament, this is my own. This is the thing we're about. I love about Ono Show. Tamawashi seems like such a stand-up guy. That it would be the adulterer that he decides to just wreck. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's a hundred percent correct. He's been saving it up. He's, he's been, been doing. He's been saving all of his energy for the tournament so far, and he's just so he could wreck Ryuden. And he's been in sumo so long, he actually has a feel for how the Torikumi is going to go. Yes, yes, he so knew that eventually he would get to Ryuden <laughs> to unleash his sumo upon him. Absolutely. Yeah. So that brings. Uh, Tamawashi all the way up to two and eight. Yep. And Ryuden is one and nine. Both of these men will be uh, rapidly uh, leaving the upper upper Megashire. Yeah, they're yes. one and two right now. Correct. It's, uh, it's <laughs> they, not going to stay that way. They will be further down. All right. After that, uh, we had Indo versus Shodai. Ah. Uh... This was good sumo. I don't know what you're doing. I know, I know. Okay, Shodai had it until he, he never took had a... it. Yes, he did. He was pushing Indo right to the end, and yes. Indo planted his foot firmly on the ground. Indo pulled off an objectively very nice throw at the a edge. Beautiful throw at the Skurinage. edge. That it was very Shodai esque. It was. And that's why I think it was the. That's why I think it was coming the whole time. Because that's what Shodai used to do when Shodai was when Shodai was killing it. He would just people would just push him back, and they'd be like, "Oh man, I'm just got it so easy. I'm done." And then all of a sudden, they're on the ground, and it's yeah. like, "Wait, what happened?" Yeah, this is what happened today. Shodai forgot his old techniques, and Endo reminded him. This is Endo doing Shodai a solid. He's reminding and he's reminding Shodai of what Shodai should do, what Shodai should be. I think anyway. he'll, take this, he'll take this going forward. Shodai will take this lesson, and he'll go. That's right. When someone's on the bales, they can do a quick. Spin to the hips and launch you. I will hold on to this in my heart. Yeah. That gets Endo his Kachikoshi. Kachikoshi. Eight and two for Endo. Yep. Takes Shodai to six and four. Yeah. Next up, Waka Moto Haru 
versus Maze. We're in we're in we're in it now. Yeah. Um Wakamoto Haru gets like an early advantage and then they kinda lock up and left hand inside, right hand outside belt grip for Wakamoto Haru. That's what I said. Um I was hoping I was right, and now I have confirmation. Mm-hmm. So, Welcome to Haru, initially, though, when they first lock up, does not fully have that grip, Correct. and he uses the time that they're locked up to really establish his grip. And he cinches that in. And then as soon as he's got it cinched up, he just takes Meisei right on out, Yuri Cutie. Yeah, it's a situation where I know that you're fighting against that and also against other things, but I feel like Welcome to Haru is a man that you cannot allow to have two hands on your belt. No. I no. just feel like you got to do whatever you can to make sure that doesn't happen. I feel like it was already kind of over, mm-hmm. even before he got the solid two hand grip. But once that, once he had that, it was right. It was over. Yeah, over. absolutely. I may say definitely put up somewhat of a fight oh, in the initial part. Of yeah, it wasn't belt, like but... a pushover, but it's just that what well, is Wakamoto Hutter's strength? Yeah, and that brings him up to seven and three. And may say, meanwhile, is on Ooh. four and six. Thank you. Thank He's you. He's on April six. I'm assuming. <laughs> It's hard, okay? It's hard. <laughs> it's all good. Next up, we have the bout of the day. Yeah, I was going to say, I know you said it earlier, but I think this one was the real bout of the day. I mean, no. This was the most exciting bout of the day. It was the <laughs> it was the had the biggest whatever of the day, and it had It's exciting and impactful. Spoiler, a new commodity for us. Yeah, I w- probably, yeah. I mean, like for Yeah, since we've been recording this podcast. Yeah. I mean, sure, is this tournament number 2? Yeah, not important. <laughs> uh, Midori Fuji is really strong at the Tachiai. Really strong. They lock up, but like a moving lock up. At no point are they actually like still. Um, they're always like shifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zar tries to push out Midori Fuji and almost looks like he's being successful. But Midori Fuji pulls off a wild move at the edge and just spins him out in a way that I have never seen before. Okay, so... I'm sure uh, some of you are familiar with some kung fu movies or whatever, and others you will be familiar with like a genre of slapstick comedy, either like a Tom and Jerry esque cartoon or um, say Broadway musicals or what have you. And so you're familiar with the technique where one person will have another person literally wrapped in fabric, either a sash mm. or maybe a like a, a curtain yes. from a window or so, a of some sort, often a, a curtain situation. And then the other person is they're ro- they're rolled in it, and then the protagonist would then quickly do a snap and unfurl said cloth, send them flying, and send the person flying, spinning out of said cloth like a top, out of the doyo, and that is what it looked like happened today with Midori Fuji and Toby Zaru. It looked like Midori Fuji just had Toby Zaru and just snapped him out of a curtain. And Sento Bizarro spinning out of the doyo. I have never seen this before. I was just going to compare it to like if you're dancing with someone and they try to like spin you out to the side, but like your hand or their hand is too sweaty mm-hmm. and the grip just goes kaput. It's your first time at um, contra dancing. Contra dancing. You're a little nervous. You don't know exactly what you're doing. The line calls are fairly simple to read, but you're a little, you know. But you're, you're dancing with somebody a little more experienced, and so they're trying to pull off some extra moves in there. And right, and you're flourishes. like, dog, I can't get to one, two, all right? Let me breathe or whatever. <laughs> and so they try to do a spin maneuver. You try to keep in line because you don't want to tell anybody that you don't know what you're doing, and you go flying. And that's what happened to Toby Zaru. He's some, you have to tell your partner what level you're at. Mm-hmm. And if you're not comfortable doing the advanced stuff, you got to say, hey, 
I just I'm I don't know this yet. Give, let me get comfortable first. Let me get a couple couple like meters into the song and then we can try out some more things. I think you're missing the the big uh problem with contradicting, which is all these dudes are creepy and don't listen. It's the reason I don't do it anymore. I mean, we did once once ever? Once? You went together. once ever. I used to go all the time. I know no 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 no. no. I'm saying But yeah, like, no, yeah. I think we only went once. Yeah. And I think I had enough. Not in a I bad was, way. No, I was already on like kind of you the, were way, on the out. way out. And you need what you needed was someone to show up outside from from outside of the space and go, Okay, that was wild. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was wild. The dancing itself is very fun. Lime dancing's a hoot. And some of the people are cool, but most of them are just uh, Lime dancing slaps It does. Unequivocally. It does. Yeah. That's why people love to do it at weddings. Mm-hmm. And it's why it's a shame that the places in America that you can go line dancing at now are like uh, creepy, like are creepy contra dancing situations and fucking hoedowns. <laughs> you ever been to the Anna Harvest hoedown? Right. <laughs> right. I have. You, you got to go down to the honky tonk and do some line dancing. Actually, I need to check up on the people I would know in my life who might be familiar with that and see if like that is even still a thing in 2023. Are we still line dancing at the country clubs? Oh, I don't know anybody at a country club. Not a country. Sorry, not a country club. Like even my like rich people. Not, that not, I sorry, know are not. wrong country club. Oh, like like oh like clubs in the country. Like a club in the country. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You do know more like purely country people. Let me right. I know. Are they putting on the wobble at the spot? <laughs> are, people, <laughs> are people getting it? You know what I mean? Fair enough. On a like on a Thursday night because we're just <laughs> what else are we doing? The crops aren't ready yet. Sometimes you just want to be able to dance and follow directions and not have yes. to like think about your dancing. Correct. Correct. I can't get over the wedding with the with the line oh, no. dance, with the line dance coordinator. Yeah, that was killer. That was very oh, good, that, and that made me think back to the other wedding. Yeah, that was bad. Where. <laughs> People could not do right. And I was trying to ooh the ooh. Uh, the electric no. slide. Uh, uh, having, was... Listen, pro tip for anyone who's getting married and planning on having like a traditional like sort of reception situation: hire a hype beast who also coordinates the dancing. Yeah, because having somebody stand in front of everybody and uh like demonstrate demonstrate the movements as they're happening. Yes, and then my man was running to. To the four corners of the yes. dance floor, so everybody could see him whenever we would turn. Yes, every time we turned, he moved. It was amazing, and his level of his hype, he just, he his was, level of like, oh, but not an annoying way. Not he managed a, no, he to was like very, very nice and very in, very not obnoxious. Yeah, uh, that, just that was a good. I mean, that was. I mean, a lot of things about the wedding were great, but great. that was just like icing on the cake. Yeah, I don't really is. see myself throwing a big party like that. But if I ever do, I'm definitely gonna hit up. Uh, if I end up, if I somehow regretfully end up in some kind of like event coordinator position because <laughs> life has gone so sideways that like, <laughs> call them up and be like, "Who did you hire?" Uh huh. Because that was massive. Side note, uh, back on track. This wild ass move that we just spent an age describing is waridashi. Absolutely. Which is apparently upper arm force out. Yeah. And it's to push one foot of the opponent out of the ring from the side, extending the arm across the opponent's body and using the leg to force him off balance. I've read that several times and I don't know what it means and I don't know how it compares to what actually happened. I don't know either. We're going to do something that we don't normally do. Um, we're going to try to figure out what happened. Um, because we're going to watch, gonna watch it a little bit again. Not like a whole thing in real time. We're just trying to figure out at the very edge here 
how it is that Midori Fuji uses his leg. Read that for me one more time. I don't think I can. I'm trying to watch this, buddy. Oh, so. Okay. Where does he use his leg? I the don't question. know. So Midori Fuji and Toby Zara are at the edge. He pushes his chest and he maybe he has his left hand on the mawashi a little bit. Yeah, but I don't see any leg action. But he does have his arm fully across the body. Yeah, so I get the arm force out. Arm across the body. I feel like spin. the kamarite might be right, but the description on Wikipedia yeah. is lacking. Because I feel like the important part is spinning the opponent out of the doyo. Yeah, extending the arm across the body and forcing it out. Yes, which is what happened. Yeah. That was, I mean, listen... Go watch this battle. I could watch that several more times. But we're not going to because we have to finish this recording. That's Fortunately fair. for us, we're in the home stretch. <laughs> uh, Next up. The rest of the Sanyaku. Oh, wait. Did we give the fact that Midori Fuji's 10 and 0? I don't know. Jesus Tobi's, Christ. Don't know Midori Fuji's 10 and 0. I don't know what Tobizaru is because it doesn't matter. Five and. No, four and six. Yeah, absolutely. Not ha. important. Uh, Midori Fuji being 10 and 0 is important because there's only five days left. Yep. And that's a lot. Yep. And hold on, let me see if any of these bouts it. Oh, I can't tell you what the truth is because no, nope, we no, we're gonna wrap that up in our in our end bit. Yep. So next up, Abi versus Kotonowaka. My only note is that Abi is a solved problem. It's what I've been saying <laughs> this entire tournament is that Abi is a solved problem, and we saw it with Shodai, Daisho, Wakamoto Haru, and now Kotonowaka survive. The two-handed thrust to the face. Yep. Get inside and oshidashi him out of the doyo. Sometimes you put a little extra vim on it and you make it an oshitoshi. Oh yeah, oshitoshi was today. Yeah. But yeah, you get. But in, same diff. Yeah, you just get him in there and you yeet him out. And honestly, Kodonawaka just got in there and yeeted him out. It wasn't like yeah. it was anything. So good on you, uh, Kodonawaka. That takes yeah. that gives Kodonawaka his kachikoshi. It does. He's now eight, eight and two. two. Shouts to Kodonawaka. Yeah. Abby, meanwhile, descends to five and five. Yeah. With four L's in a row. Mm-hmm. Next up, Kiribayama and Mitake Umi. Okay. I don't have too much for the rest of the, the bout other than the end, so I don't know if you have more that you want to say. Itachi-eyed. Kiribayama yeah. does everything he can to get a two-handed grip on Mitake Umi. Mm-hmm. That's the important bit. Yeah. You take it away. And then Kiribayama fully lifts Mitakeyumi out. Fully. Fully lifts. Full lift. Kiribayama is not small like Midori Fuji is small, but he's not one of the bigger Rikishi. He is, in fact, not one of the bigger Rikishi. And Mitakeyumi is. Mitakeyumi is one of the larger Rikishi. Uh, I'm looking at this, and it he it says that Mitakeyumi only has 30 kilograms on Kiribayama. I'm not sure that's right. Yeah. Kiribayama's taller than him, but he's definitely sl- more slender. Yeah. So like, even still, Mitakeyumi is much larger than Kiribayama. It's just hard to imagine picking Mitakeyumi up and like having his legs dangle. Yeah. I mean, it helps that Kiribayama's on the tall side, but like, I, I mm-hmm. think also I always think that Kiribayama's smaller than he is. Because I think of Kiribayama hanging out with Ichinojo, and Ichinojo is so large. Well, you see the two of them together, and Kiribayama yeah. becomes much smaller. Yeah. Also, also, we were thinking of Kiribayama when we first started watching. He has He was up. legitimately much smaller. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, Kiribayama takes out Mitakumi Yorikiri. 
I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. But I also think... It should have been pick up. Just because picking up Attack of Me is like... I think I, it was not enough like dangle. I understand why it's not, but I think even if spiritual final move is a Yori Kitty, uh-huh. technically, well, he lifts him out yeah, too with Edge. Like right. the final move is a, lift, a out. lift up. But yeah, I'm saying that like if Mitaki Umi's feet leave the ground, yes, during the match at all, mm-hmm. then whatever Hataki Komi, <laughs> whatever it is, it's a lift out. Okay, it's a lift out. Fair enough. Because wow, assuming you win. Maybe if you don't win, it's just a losing. Honestly, technique. it's a losing. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, next up, we have Daisho and Hoshoyu. So this one was weird. Not weird. Daisho just missed him at the Tachi Eye. Yeah, Daisho was really trying to to push Hoshoyu down. Mm-hmm. And he he gets he his hand on me. him, but he doesn't get it on him firmly enough. And Hoshoyu is too well yeah. balanced. Yep. Hoshoyu does not go down, pops right up and gets mm-hmm. Daisho in a absolute bear hug. He gets him in the full on Atlas Stone lift from the world's strongest man competition. Yeah, his hands are clasped together behind Daisho's back mm-hmm. and just muscles him out bear right. hug style, Yuri Kitty. I don't have proof of this because this is the only time I can remember seeing this happen before. Like, I'm sure this is not the whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not thinking this is a unique whatever. But my working theory is that if someone can get both hands around you, and clasp the hands together, you're done in sumo. Yeah. Like, not forever. Fair. But like, I just no, like, but yeah, for that bout. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> you know, I feel like once that happens to you, that's um, that's the end of that batch because mm-hmm. I don't know how you, I don't know what you can do to work around that sort of, lo- that level of grip and assurity yes. that Hoshorty you has at that moment, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know how you back out of that. So, because you're stood up, you know, and he he's squeezing you. It does give us the the moderately rare, not not that rare, but moderately rare Yori Kyori that does not involve the belt. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hoshoyu sure was in full contact with uh, Daisho all the way he, out. He had full contact with the body at at all times. Yes, but final no bout of the day. Oh, sorry. Oh, that, that puts Daisho down to eight and two, which is important. And Hoshoyu yep. up to seven and three. Only one more Takatsukoshi. Mm-hmm. Final bout of the day, Wakataka Kage and Koto Shoho. Yeah. I was talking some shit about how I knew how this was going to go. Mm-hmm. And then Micah, you pulled my attention to the fact that Koto Shoho has beaten Wakataka Kage uh, twice. And Wakataka Kage has only beaten Koto Shoho once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh. But still, Koto Shoho is bad. I said that, but I wasn't like. <laughs> yeah. So like Koto Shoho is having a very bad tournament, though. This is clearly not going to matter. Right. Absolutely. And it turned out it, it kind of did matter because, I mean, Wakataka Kage, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if he's overconfident, but like he pushes Koto Shoho kind of to the edge, but not even really that close to getting him out. And Koto Shoho like pivots around recovers and pulls out some really strong thrusts extremely strong thrusts the kind of thrusts that were missing earlier in the tournament yes absolutely didn't have it earlier yes and, and today he did and he just takes yeah. wakataka kage out with with some strong supatis yeah. into the oshidashi and uh that takes kodoshoho up to two and eight if i'm wakataka kage i gotta have a sit have a chat with him before this match and be like, look, man, you already have Kachikoshi. You already have Monkey Koshi. You're already at Monkey Koshi. Just lie down. 
<laughs> I will give you half my stack. It's, ah. it's, a, it's a small stack. I was so like, the stack's not even that big right now. I'm sure yeah. Kodosho is happy with it, though. Oh, Kodosho is, is thrilled with this stack. And, I mean, if you're only going to win a couple of bouts, you might as well win the bouts against the Sanaku and get mm-hmm. slightly higher. Uh... Yeah, you get your higher payout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, that, that brings Wakataka Kage down to four and something. Four and six. Yeah, and Kodosho is at two and eight, like you said. Exciting. Exciting. That leaves us with a leaderboard of Midori Fuji at 10 wins. Dang. Nobody at nine wins. Uh, Midori Fuji is starting his Ozeki run from Magashira five. 5. And I will say, at least two of the people with eight wins so far are Komosubi. Yep. And then Indo. Yep. There is a two-bout gap in between Midori Fuji and the next... Uh, wrestlers but now going on the rest of this tournament i can tell you who midori fuji is facing i mean the rest of sonyaku yes <laughs> like tomorrow he has wakamoto haru yep i think that's gonna be a tough one for him that's gonna be tough wakamoto haru is is has come into his sumo very well and from there i mean because well i mean to be fair today was also a komasubi but it was tobizaro so you know <laughs> clown stuff but Tomorrow's Wakamoto Haru, and then I'm assuming the way this is going, it's just going to go. Um, who's the other one? Uh, Koto Nowaka, and then Daisha. Well, he already got Daisha, right? I have no idea. No, no, no. He got Takayasu. So then it's going to go Daisha, and then um, Koto Nowaka, and then Wakataka Kage, and Kiribayama, and Hoshoryu. Right up, right up the, right up the rankings. That's five. That's Hoshoryu, Kiribayama, Wakataka Kage, Daisha Wakamoto Haru. So he'll miss one person in Sanyaku. Mm-hmm. But, but it's just going to be straight Sanyaku. And actually, it's probably Wakataka Kage he won't face. He'll probably get Kodonawaka. He's going to get everybody with a good record in Sanyaku. Yeah, you make a good point. So Mitake Yumi. Although Mino- they might give him um, Wakataka, Wakataka Kage, Kage that- just because he is the highest ranked currently mm, mm. of who's left right right <laughs> i guess it depends on who else of those atop have faced each other if east it looks is like higher whatever. than west right east is higher than west yeah, correct yeah. east is the highest so That's yeah the sun rises i mean i figured mm-hmm. um so yeah no who knows we will find out we will find out tomorrow it's gonna be a good day 